0: My name is Javier Carlin, and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours, using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. This is your host, Dr. Javier Carlin. And today I'm excited to bring you a very special guest, Leslie. Leslie is a registered dietitian and a personal trainer. Leslie has a community called Weight Loss and Wellbeing for High Performers and a business where she helps them stop hating their diet and instead have joy with eating and losing weight. Leslie is absolutely crushing it. And since we first met, I believe it was back in October, November of last year, Her life and business have completely changed and she's doing some incredible things. So I'm so excited to have you here, Leslie, to talk to everyone about your business, your life, the incredible things that you've been able to do and, you know, really just inspiring others to believe in themselves that they can do the same, right? So Leslie, if you don't mind just sharing a little bit about yourself and your story, your background and how you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, sure. Of course. Thank you for having me, of course, to start. But who am I? I'm Leslie Urbis. I'm a dietitian and personal trainer, just like you said. I started as an active duty Navy dietitian and then kind of easily rolled into the same job, but as a civilian counterpart when I got out. I left there when I had my daughter. She was about nine months. And I left because of the challenges of being away for so long were my husband is military. And I stepped into an at home job for a dietitian, which I got fired to or released from, who really knows. But I started my own business shortly after that because I knew that this was probably always a passion of mine. Like if I could say that I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, it was when I was in college going to school to be a dietitian. But because no one in my family had done it, I pretty much talked myself out of believing that I could. And I think in some weird way, that's where I ended up. So I started my own business and then I quickly realized I was going to need coaches from a dietitian standpoint. I don't know if now it's different because I went to school in 2004 to 2008 as I date myself there, but we didn't learn anything about the business aspect. I have no clue, right? Like no clue as to how to do a sales call or how to run a business. Sure. I can help you with nutrition, but I have to get you to understand why and the value of program, right? So- I quickly decided that I needed coaches in order to help me do that. And then I've revamped my brand a couple of times. You nailed it on what I help people do. But I like to say I help committed individuals, people that actually want to take the steps to change their nutrition and fitness. I talk to a lot of people that during the call, they don't seem that committed. And I used to get my hopes up that they'd say yes at the end, but the truth is they never committed to themselves, right? So I think that that's one of the biggest things in addition that I've changed in my business recently that I want them to have the commitment.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And I think there's so much to that. It's having, yes, there's a, a part of, yeah, this is who I help. This is the niche that I want to work with. But it's also the commitment level and, and making sure that the people that we're bringing on are committed. I love what you said, committed to themselves first and foremost. And there's a lot you can do to attract those people. And I think you've done a great job of, of being able to do that. So what has been like, I think, kind of just going back to the early starts of your business, like, what were the things that you struggled with early on? And maybe you can fast forward into what life is like now. And what were those like shifts that you had to make to go from where you started to where you're at now? And if you don't mind sharing a little bit more in depth of of what that looks like, I think that'd be really amazing.
1: Yeah, sure. So so when I started, I would say huge things without me knowing was mindset was one of them, but I didn't know that it was mindset. Second thing would be the sales portion of it all, right? Like I had no clue. I was like, oh, I'll just get them on the phone, see what they want and give them a price, right? And pretty much everybody was like, yeah, and I'll think about it and i get back to you. And it was like crickets after that, right? Like me still, like a kind of like a bad MLM message that lands in your inbox and you're like, I'm just going to ghost that, right? And that's basically how my sales calls were going. And I was like, okay, I have to change this or I'm going to get nowhere, right? And I don't like to throw my husband under the bus too much, but he would say things to me like, well, that's because you have to come down in price. No one is going to pay. And at the time I was charging 3K for my program completely different program too. But he was like, nobody's going to pay that. Nobody's going to do that. And I was like, okay, well, watch me. It's going to happen. Right? So I hired my first coach right around, right before COVID happened. So February, 2020, I thought I hired the right guy. He was making such good figures. He was recommended to me by a couple of dietitians, And quickly as COVID started to become more and more when things were closing down, he looked at me and said, good luck. You're not going to make a dime. He's like, change your program. Don't sell high ticket. No one's going to pay for that. I had been contemplating signing up for your program myself because I could really use you. However, I now know that that will wait. So that was the first thing was I hired a bad coach. So I realized quickly I need a different coach for sales. I also learned along the way that there's a lot of different ways to do sales, but it's finding the people that know best for your business. So from like a healthcare perspective, you guys have that great key of, You know, those healthcare points to ask, all that kind of stuff. So I learned that through working with you, that I needed that little addition of how to put the urgency into health. And previously I wasn't doing that. So that was my big thing. One is the sales process, knowing how to to do that. Second thing, of course, was like leads. Where do I get them? How do I get them? How do I find people? And how do I find the right people? So, you know, I had done a bunch of different things and I started with cold calling and market research and with people that I knew. And that was prompted again through plenty of coaches. And I think a lot of times it's as you're trying to set the stage for what you need to do, you know, you need prospects, you know, you need to know how to find them and you know, you need to know how to do a sales call. So finding somebody that does all those things, coach like yourself to put that together. And then the last piece that I think really was the kicker was then as I was doing it, it was like, okay, I'm doing all the things. I'm a really good checkoff person. Like that's my personality. But I couldn't get why I still wasn't getting there. And I realized that was a huge mindset piece for myself. So once I could start to shift my mindset, I saw some changes. So started my business in February of 2020. I didn't make any money until June of 2020, where I made my first big sale, it was the higher ticket even. And then after that, I slowly and steady kept having money come in. I was doing good. And then Right around November, I could tell I still hadn't fixed that mindset piece. And I had the worst month ever in October, which is when I was like, okay, I need to bump up some more with a coach that understands. And that's when I found you in the healthcare industry. And that really helped. And then through working with you guys with the mindset stuff you had done, I was like, okay, January is going to be the best month yet. And it was. And little by little, I continued to work on that mindset part of basically making I like to call it like just enough to keep my business functioning in 2020. And then in January of 2021, I had the best month. And then I kind of had some months where I was doing well, but I'd like to do better. And then last month, I actually came up about 3K, no, a little bit more than 3K, about 8K shy of like what I made January 1st through June in July. I almost hit that. So my goal is now to double what I did last month and then make more this month than I have basically in my business.
0: That's incredible and I think there's so much to pull out of that and I think it's just kind of breaking everything that you just said down because it's it's so important, right? I think the first thing is you said the right people and the environment and the input that's going into your mind, right? Because it's so easy and this is something we find so many people struggle with, like having your significant other who really means well and loves you and cares for you, telling you like, I don't know if people are going to pay that. You should probably lower your rates. And most people are like, well, yeah, you know, they obviously know, like they care for me. They know me better than anyone else. Like they're probably right. Where a lot of people, they kind of veer off track, but you were like, no, like, I know this is possible. I love you, but I'm not listening to you in this scope of things. And I'm going to just keep on doing what I know is going to work. And then if that wasn't enough, like a second coach, right, comes to you and says, hey, that's too much money, right? Like no one's going to want to pay that. When you told me that I was mind blown. I'm like, oh, what kind of coach is that? Like, who does that? That's like the opposite of what a coach is supposed to do. So I was in shock when I heard that. But You know, a lot of people, again, would have listened to that, would have listening to those limiting beliefs that obviously he had that he was trying to transfer over you again with malintent. But still, it does have an effect. And you were like, no, (laughs) I'm not listening to you either. Like, I got this. I know I can do it. And I think it just shows the persistence that you have. And that's one of the first things that when we first talked was like amazing. You're like, I'm going to go after it. I'm going to get it. This is my goal. I don't care how long it takes me to do it, but I'm going to do it. And it's probably going to be next year. And then here we are, you know, almost a year later. And it's like, you're crushing through these goals, uh, which is awesome. So I think that's so important for people to realize, like, you know, there are going to be people that bring you down because they love you, right? Because they care for you. And also because they have their own limitations in their mind. And you have to be aware of those things. And then if there are people like Leslie who have, hopefully you don't mind me saying, an $8,000 program right now, and not just has it, but is actually selling it, right? Then it's possible for you too. So I think that's number one. The second thing you said was sales. Like a lot of people, that's part of a lot of the mindset stuff and the sales is intertwined. Like if you don't get your mind right, it's really hard to sell high ticket and feel good about it, right? So that's huge. Uh, And having the right sales process, obviously, is super important. And then you ended up with the mindset piece that it's like we were talking about before we jumped on here. It's everything. It is everything. And that's a prerequisite to success. And without constantly working on that and developing that, it's really hard to get ahead consistently. So I think so much gold there. So if you don't mind sharing like what, I know you said you made more in the last, what was it in the last few months? Yeah. So, uh-huh.
1: so to let you know, look up the government of what I would have made in 2000. And when did I leave? I left in 2019 from my government job. And if you were to look that up as a dietitian in the government, as a GS 11, which you can look up, I made it was around eighty thousand, but with taxes and everything, nowhere near that. And a typical dietitian gets paid twenty eight dollars an hour in Jacksonville, Florida, where I live. It could be higher other places, but not here. So if you look that up, it's maybe between fifty to eighty thousand. Eighty thousand the more responsibility you have as a dietitian. So that kind of puts a preface on where I was. And in two thousand and. 20, I made about 40. I can't remember the specific number. And then in January I made 10. So I was like, wow, I've made like a fourth of what I made last year. And then in this past month, I made close to 24. So 24,000. If I added up everything that I've made this year, I have made more than a dietitian makes in an entire year. So in my mind, I've done good job. Like I'm mounting and they say, you know, in the first two years of business, you kind of break even, I had all that. And it gives you like a good scope. So as of right now, if I totaled up my year, which I did the other day, I'm at like 67 for the year and it's not over. So I'm hoping to, you know, make this my first, you know, six figure year, maybe seven figure year if I continue to go the way that I'm going, but yeah trying to double. I learned a lot about what's called a quantum leap and that's taking little baby steps, but just going for it. And I wanted to touch on how you said that 8K thing. While I do think that's a part of how I've been making more, I also think it's because I, like I said, I want to work with committed individuals. But I also want to work with people who value themselves. And I think I've talked to a lot of people that were very interested in my program, even when I was selling 3, 4, 5K, but they didn't value themselves enough to even invest there. And now that I'm at this level, the commitment is better. Their people are getting better results. They're seeing things more clearly and they're walking away. With things that will last years, this that you know, amount of time that we work with each other.
0: Yeah, I think that is really important to bring up too. And I think you know, it's just again, congratulations because that's absolutely amazing. And it's just one of those things where the growth is going to compound and continue. And I love that you said, "Hey, seven figure a year, why not?" And you know, for a lot of people listening, it's like what? Like, are you crazy? Is that even possible? It's like, yes, it is. And Leslie is going to do it. Like I can tell you right now, there's anyone that's going to make it happen. It's you, Leslie. So I'm just excited for when it does, you know, even the six figure and beyond that, it's going to be epic. So with that said, some people might be thinking like, wow, like $3,000 even, right? $5,000, like $8,000. But like, what is she offering? Like, what's this program? What's this product? Like, what's the value in there? Maybe you can break that down a little bit for us and just give us a better understanding of what they actually get with that and why and how you got to the place where you were able to feel good about offering that?
1: I would say the three things I like to tell people that are the main things that they will uncover is emotional eating tethers. Why are you reaching for certain things when you're stressed, when you're emotional, when you're bored? What's the background of that? How do we dive deep into that? How do we like pull that out so you stop repeating that? That's number one. The second thing is is that If you're investing in your health, you're investing because you don't want to have something happen, right? You either want to lose the weight, which is a big part of a lot of things with clients, but they also want to avoid things like diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, all these other things that they're worried about in the future. And so I try to do that, like stop the disease inducing patterns for you. Oh, I could go and follow watchers. I could grab Noom or something like that. Or, oh, my doctor has a program for me. But when was the last time your doctor actually sat down with you for an hour and actually discussed? all of your family history. When was the last time that they actually sat down and were like, well, when you're having these emotional eating things, what's going through your head? And they're like, just don't buy the ice cream. Keep it out of your house, which can only solve things for so much. Eventually, you will have a breakdown moment where the ice cream gets brought back in. So to peel those layers and to actually figure out, okay, what's really gonna cause you to have the disease to slow your life down? What is really going to help you emotionally to break the bond so you're in control? It's not going to go away, right? Just like, you know, if we have a fear of spiders, no matter how many times we tell ourselves we're not afraid of spiders, we're still going to have the fear. However, when they come into our house for a loan, we're probably going to kill them and get over the fear for that little bit of time, right? So even though we know that we have those emotional eating, how can we stop them? How can we be in control of them? While they may still be there in our brains, let's put some systems in place. Let's learn how to stop it. And then the last thing is removing the weight and keeping it off. I'm not gonna tell you that I don't think that there's plenty of fad diets out there that will give you a weight loss results. However, I don't think that they're gonna help you and sustain it because they don't do the other two things right? They don't put all that together. And I'm not saying that doctors don't listen to you, but in the 20 minutes that they typically get with you, they can't go that deep. So now you have to take it to the next level. And if you go to some of those cheap weight loss clinics, et cetera, out there, what do they want? They want you to either take a drug or to follow some little like eat this and live in this little box. But the truth is you want to live your life, right? So the goal of working with me is that I want you to tell me this is the picture that I want. Okay. I want to be this size. I want to be in my retirement, being able to drink the wine and not having to worry because I could have a heart attack or I want to be able to eat the pizza and not have to worry about my blood sugar or whatever it is. I want you to see that freedom picture. And to me, 8K, 20K, 60K, whatever it would be, is your life worth that money? We all work for a reason and I don't think anybody's working to just work for the rest of their lives potentially while I would like to never quit my job because I love what I do. And I plan to keep that most people want to get to that point where they can have less work or be able to enjoy themselves. And the unfortunate answer is a lot of times we make it to retirement with more health issues because we never paid attention along the way. So that's where I see, I give the difference because I'm literally peeling all that away. You have a clear picture to know how to walk in your life, to be able to lay on the beach, a drink of margarita without a care in the world about your health.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. And it goes so many layers deep Right. Whereas a lot of people, they just kind of stay superficial. I want to lose weight. It's like, well, there's a lot, a lot more to it than that. And when you start to kind of peel those layers, you know, you start to see that this is your life. You have one. Right. Your health is important and also how you feel on a daily basis is important and translates into every single aspect of your life. And when we start to think that way, it's like, well, yeah, $8,000, no brainer. Right. And it should be more. (laughs) Right. Because we're providing so much value than what we initially perceive. And I think unlocking that and that perception in ourselves and also obviously that allows us to translate that level of energy and confidence in the people that we want to enroll in our services for their benefit is everything. So I know, you know, before we jumped on, we were about to dive into the mindset shifts and what those look like and what like the principles have been for you to really allow you to do that and offer like the amazing services that you just told us about. Let's go back to that and maybe you can break down. I know you said one of them was a lot of polarity. So I really want to learn more about that.
1: Yeah, of course. So I'm going to touch that, but I'm going to start with that value piece. It has to be you Mm -hmm. valuing you. So I've said it before, just initially investing in my business. That first coach I paid a decent amount of money to without making money. The truth is, is that you have to believe you're worth it. And I believed my business was worth it. Every coach I've ever invested in, I believe my business is worth it. Now, because I don't have a storefront and I am my business, I had to believe I was a value. And that's the first thing with anything, whether it was my mindset to sell the 8K program or to invest in a program for myself. That's the first thing. How much do you value yourself? A mindset coach that I follow said one day, and this helped me really open my mind to things. If you and your husband were about to get divorced and the only way you could save your marriage was if you did $250 worth of marriage counseling, would you do it? No, are you kidding me? Like right thats your initial response? No, $250,000 is a lot of money, right? But if your kid had something go wrong, okay, whether it was hospitalization, needing to do something and you had to invest $250,000 in your kid, would you? 99% of people are going to say, yes, I certainly would right? So where's the value? Why is it that our kids get more value than our relationships or than us? Are we not good people? And that's when it hit me like, okay, I need to do some mindset shifts, especially if I want to lead for my children. From a nutrition standpoint or from a coaching standpoint, that's really big for me. I can only lead by example. So that was a mindset shift in and of itself. And that's when I decided, okay, I really need to deep dive into some more mindset work. And I learned about the law of polarity. Which is that everything exists in both sides, right? So if you were thinking about a marker, like you hold up a marker, when mine's not a marker, but if you hold up a marker, there's a left side and a right side, right? If you think about the left side as the negative side, okay, it's the negative side of things wherever you're at right now. So let's say right now it's, I only make $2,000. I cannot get past $2,000. I can't sell more than one program enough or a month. How do I get past this? Okay. The equal and opposite side exists at the same time. I can't have a marker without two sides, right? Which is what he teaches. And the law of polarity, if you look it up, you can Google it. There's like 20 people that talk about it. David Nagel's the one that talks about the two sides of the marker, at least that I know of. I don't know if any of the rest of them do. But on the right side, there is your money goals, right? So if you focus on the other side, okay? So if one side's poverty, the other side's wealth. So if this is my 2K side, but I want to make 20, I need to focus my attention over here. The more times I focus on the wrong side, if I'm focusing on the left hand, all I'm going to get back is what I put my mind to, right? It's the same thing. Like if you think about yourself going for the ice cream, if you're one of those binge eaters on ice cream, it gets harder and harder to say no to the ice cream, right? So it's looking at the left and right of that. So the law of polarity is that everything exists in the same time and space. So right now my millions are in the room with me, right? They're virtually in the room with me and I'm going to get them. But I have to believe in that side and focus on that side and be working towards that side. So those are the first two things. One, value in myself. The second thing, the law of polarity. And then the third thing is, is that not only believing that I'm worth it, but believing that the individual on the other side is worth it. So when I do sales calls, and I like to call them brainstorm calls really on my end of how they get to where they're going to go, I try to view the best in their point. There's no exact program that I give to anybody. Everybody's a little bit different because of the difference in all those things, but it's believing in that person and knowing their value that I think has really helped me to get there. And then the last thing would just be, is you know, constantly working goals and continuing to focus because my brain always had to go to the negative, right? It's always going to try to keep me in this pattern of, no, this is what we do. This is where we're safe. And so I have to constantly keep focusing on the other side.
0: Wow. Yeah, that is so powerful. And I feel with everything that you just mentioned, I think the idea of going into a conversation without any assumptions, because we all know what assuming does. And one of the mindset frames that I've been installing in myself as well is like, everyone's a millionaire, right? So every single person I talk to, you talk to them as if they were already millionaires. And that naturally just shifts the way that you communicate with them. It's the same thing that you just mentioned. It's like, we want to go into a conversation knowing that that person is worth it, that they're worth a lot. And the way we talk to them is just as if, and a lot of the energy in just thinking that way, we're more curious. We're also more excited to talk to that person, right? We're excited to learn more about them. And a lot of that translates into us in just having a better conversation as humans and getting them to see the value in themselves, but also in what we can offer them. So I think that that's a big point that's not talked about a lot. I think what's just cause I don't know if we mentioned this, but you know, a lot of people that are in healthcare, right? And people in general, whether they're clients that you work with, clients that we work with, like their reasons or results. And a lot of people have reasons, right? For why they can't do this, for why they don't have enough time to do that, for why I can't go live at this time and, you know, whatever it might be. And I think a lot of people right now are listening to this is like, well, Leslie, she must be single. She has no kids. She, I don't even know if she has a husband. How does she have all this time? How is she doing all this stuff, right? So I think let's tell everyone a little bit more about your personal side of things because I really want to just destroy any excuses <laughs> for being able to produce the results that you've been able to produce.
1: Yeah, so that's great um, to bring up right now because as uh, we speak, call on this Tuesday because my kids go to daycare Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays and my daughter decided to have a lovely fever this morning. So I coaxed her into her room with books and she's not allowed to get out until I come there. And she's doing a really good job. Like, I was like, you cannot come out during this call because she would otherwise talk, right? So that lets you know a little bit. So a little bit about me as, yes, I am prior military. My husband is currently military and he is attached to a Navy warship. I said this, that he was supposed to be home this entire week. And on Saturday night at like, I don't know, 11 PM, he's like, so I have duty tomorrow and the ship is going to be gone. And I don't know if I'll be home Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So I'll see you when I see you like, cool. So I have a husband that schedule changes like that. I mean, we have what we think he'll be home and then it's all of a sudden that he's gone. We had a trip planned in July and three days before he was told he had to go. So he didn't take the trip with us. So one, there's that. He's a very, like my husband and I are very happy together. It's just, he's not here a lot. I have daycare three days a week. So I'll admit that Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. But outside of that, I take care of my two kids, three and one. And my family does not live anywhere close. I don't have relatives or anybody that I can really close to rely on. I have some good friends, but I wouldn't just call one of them up and be like, hey, will you watch my kids so I can do some work? So yeah, that's something that I know could totally be an excuse, but I just refuse to let it be. Sometimes we figure out cool things like her reading books and her princess tent while I do things like this. So
0: yeah, I love that. And I think there's always a way. You know, I was talking to one of my friends recently and he has a newborn and it was the same thing. He's like, you know, yeah, I have calls. I have coaching calls. I have this, I have that. My son's just sitting on my lap and, and we're having a good time and I'm doing business and the business is super successful. So it's like, you just, whether you have the baby or not, if you're the type of person that's going to come up with excuses, the excuses are going to come out. If you're not that type of person, well, they're not. And that was like eye opening. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know? Cause obviously we don't have kids yet, but at that point, I'm like, man, what's life going to be like? Am I even going to be able to you know, do things that I need to do to make sure that everyone's getting taken care of. It's like, yeah, you'll be fine. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, cool. So it just goes to show for everyone else out there. It's like, you know, there are people doing it. You just have to figure out how or who can help you do it. So that's the key. Um, I mean, like I said last year
1: with COVID, I did that. I was pregnant. I had a baby last July. So, I mean, it's only a year. He literally just turned a year and I didn't make being pregnant an excuse to wait to start a business.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's the reason to start the business. If you if you just everything can be flipped and it's always to the benefit of of testing out the other way and seeing, wait a second, yeah, that actually does make more sense. (laughs) Like there's more urgency in that. Like I have to make this work. So I know you've had probably a ton of these over the last few months, but if you had to share with us like one thing that you've learned in the last month or last few months about either your life, your career, your business, that has completely changed your perspective. Uh, Maybe you already shared those with us, but is there anything else that you would share with us?
1: I think it would be a combination. So, whenever I heard someone say no in a sales call, it was almost like I was like, oh, it's a sale not made or something like that. And I took it personally. And while I wasn't like, you know, trying to be attached to the sale or trying to do any of that, I realized that it was also. Hurting me because I was like, you're worth this. And that's when, you know, I've heard it said that when someone says no in a sales call, it's not you, it's that they don't believe that they're worth it. And now I no longer like no personally. I actually just got somebody back that said no, and she took what I had quoted her and divided it up versus the days we together. Do you really think you're worth that? It's not if I think I'm worth it. It's if you think you're worth it. And that was probably the biggest takeaway that I have with just people investing in programs like you to start their business or people investing in programs like mine to, you know, help their health. The question isn't, Like, what is the money worth? All we're doing is comparing it to another number, right? Okay. If your program's 2K, what have I spent? Immediately, your mind goes to, okay, what have I spent that's 2K? You know, like I spent 2K on braces for my kid or something. Or if you quote somebody at 8K, okay, what have they spent that's 8K? That's all the furniture in my house or something, or like my bedroom furniture, right? Is the next thing it goes to. Like, what have I spent it on? And that's what we do. We go to that value price, but we need to then take a step back and ask ourselves, okay, but 8K versus the next 20 years of my life, is it worth it? 4K to invest in a coaching program, 10K to invest in a coaching program. If it builds me a business that always continues to bring me in money, is it worth the value? How much do you value your health? How much do you value your business? I think that would probably be the biggest thing that I've learned as I continue to take on. Like people are like, oh, well, you're good. I mean, you're just making all this money. You're not investing in anything. And you and I both know, like you're still investing in coaching programs and so am I because we are constantly trying to get better because as they say, just as many businesses, like more businesses fail than succeed, right? So if we're not investing in ourselves, especially if we just have something online, like you're not investing in your storefront. It's like we're living in the 1980s version of the grocery store down the street instead of all of them being remodeled like they basically are. So I think that that's probably been the biggest thing that I had to learn was, you know, keep investing in me and my storefront and knowing that I'm worth it and that my marriage would be worth that $250,000 worth of counseling and we can figure out how to make it worth just like one of my kids would be worth it. So I think that's probably the biggest thing I've learned.
0: Yeah, that is massive like talk about a mic drop and and, you know what really hit me is like it's not if i think i'm worth it it's do you think you're worth it like that is huge just having that energy on calls too like people can feel it and you really when you start to lean out it's like i don't need this like this is not for me it's for you and that goes a long way and it's not in a you know it's not that we don't care we care a lot but at the end of the day it's just like i can't care more about your health or your business than you do Mm -hmm. right that's not commitment on your end. And I can't help you if you're not committed. And I think that's a big mindset shift. And, you know, it's very interesting because you said like, you know, AK, that's all the furniture in my house. Like to think that AK is expensive. Well, yeah, it's expensive, right? But a car, have you bought a $25,000 car before? Yeah, that's expensive too. And you still bought one, right? But comparing ourselves, our life, our body to inanimate objects like a car or furniture, like that, you can't even compare that our body, our life is worth so much more right? than a couch. So we don't see that right off the bat, but we should be able to know that, hey, yeah, I'm worth a lot more than that. And I think what you said is beautiful. Like we're not, I've hired several coaches and I'll keep on hiring coaches to help me solve the problems that I have, right? This quote was awesome. It was like, you know, you can either... Keep your money, or you can can keep your problems, but you you can't have both. That's brilliant. But yeah, but that's beautifully said. You know what? Kind of looking ahead, like what are your plans for life and for business in the next, let's say, five years? I know you're thinking big, so I'd love to hear.
1: Yeah. So this month, I'm actually starting a group program, which is less than the AK. But that's because I want to. I want to get people in. I want to get people results. I don't want money to be your excuse. I want you to literally live like I live. Like I have no guilt ice cream. And I want you to have that. So I want to build in that. So I'm starting a group program this year. And then, like I said, winding up in the six to seven figures this year, I'd like to continue to invest in myself, you know, mindset wise, stepping into some bigger items. I actually do have a six month program and a year program, which are in that 30 to 60 K range that I'm looking for the right clients for. And then I'm also planning on trying to develop this for small businesses, corporations, and give them this mind model that I've created for business, but to also them to give their ease. A person like me, who's not just coming in to be like, oh, today we're going to learn about carbs or today we'll learn about keto, but to actually work with their employees. COVID, you know, as we all know, the number one reason why people got it was because they were overweight or obese. So I'd like to use that in terms of what I do and really scale my business to be able to help committed individuals in the, you know, three, six, 12 months programs, stepping into corporate. But I'd also really love to, you know, speak at events, live events about just how important health is, discussing all the aspects of what it's like to actually have the energy for your business what it's like to actually be able to be in control of your food and no longer be controlled in those instances. Because entrepreneurs, whether you're just starting or you're ending, these things can really make or break your business. Do you not have the energy? Are you tired? So you're not doing it. If you're working full time and still trying to do this and you don't have the energy, that's a big thing. If you're allowing, you know, the stress of your business to cause you to overeat and things like that, how many other health factors do you wind up with? So I'd like to, you know, utilize that and speak at, you know, live events for entrepreneurs about how important investing in their health is because they are their business. And so that's really where I'd like to wind up in the next five years. So.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think that's so important, especially as entrepreneurs, right? It's like one of those things that I feel like for the most part, maybe this is just a blanket statement, and it's not true. But I feel like for the most part, entrepreneurs are more conscious about it, maybe than the rest of the world. But even then, it's more, I don't want to say it's more important for us, but we are constantly using our mind and our brain and a lot of energy. So, you know, health is really important. And it is easy to put it aside, because of all the business activities that we need to do and take care of. But, you know, for us, it's like, that's number one, right? Put it on your calendar first and foremost before anything else, your personal, you know, health and social life and relationships, family stuff, and then the business afterwards. But actually, I'm going back in my words now because a lot of people still don't do that. And that's so important. So I think that'd be huge for people to learn more about. But that's awesome. So I know you've given already a ton of great advice to everyone listening, but if you had to break it down for those, let's talk about those who are just starting off in their business or a piece of advice would you give them in their business now?
1: Yes, I always go back to that you want people to invest in you. So you have to invest in yourself. That's always my number one thing. You know, everyone's like, well, I can do this once I get somebody to buy. Okay. Well, that one person that you're hoping to buy, you're like cutting them off before they even get there. You're like, if you buy, I can invest in this program. If you buy, I can invest in my health. And that person on the other side, feels that, you know, it's like when you go to buy a car and you go and you you, like, you walk into one car place, you're like, same exact car at a different place, but you didn't feel awful. And you buy from them, same exact car, right? We've all had that situation happen before. So the real thing is, is that you're bringing that to the table in your sales call, you know, potentially as you're just like, okay, I'll invest in this program. So I'm going to do it. But the truth is you have to invest in you. You have to believe that you're worth it, that your business is worth it, that your health is worth it to do it. And I still stem by that. And every decision I've made for my business has been that way. Despite popular opinion, sometimes it is investing quite a lot of money in my business in knowing that it's like, if I invest this, that will help me get to the next level. And everybody looks at like the return on investment. Okay. Well, if I join this coaching program, here's my return on investment. But for all the other programs that you need, whether it be for your health or anything like that, where's your return on investment, years of your life, energy to do the business and being able to Actually, fulfill your purpose without having to sacrifice something else in your life and developing too much stress. That's always
0: where I go back. You have to
1: invest in you if you expect anybody else to.
0: Yeah, that's huge. And, you know, the number of times I've heard, well, you know, I'll just, I'm going to go ahead and, and make some money in my business first, and then I'll come back. It's like, well, isn't that? what we're trying to fix right now, <laughs> you know? So it's easier to see with financials, but it's like, wait a second, but that's why we're on this call. <laughs> you know, we're trying to help you make money. You know, how are you going to do it? What's your plan? <laughs> I agree. I, and I'll admit like
1: without right. coaches, you know, minus that first coach, without coaches, I'm not sure. I I think I'd still be twiddling my, like Mm. spinning my wheel. Like I maybe would make little money, but it would never be enough to quit the job or to feel secure. I hate to say secure because you know, that's not the word I want to use that or to feel like I'm getting somewhere. to feel Mm. like I'm helping people. I would have never thought to, you know, charge 8K for the program that it deserves to be. And that person deserves to spend and have that. So I'd really say that that's your thought process. Like I can't do this. Let me make the money and then do it. That person on the other end of the sales call, when you're talking, to them is going to say the same thing back to you. Once I get my taxes back, or once I get the stimulus check, you know I'm supposed to get a bonus at the end of the year. But once we have that, once I get something else is going to stop them from doing it. Something else is going to happen. You're going to need the new car. You're going to need the new furniture. And you're going to be like, I can't because the money has to go through there. You have to actually take the step. If you believe you're worth investing in, then invest in yourself. And I can promise everybody else will learn to invest in you.
0: That's a huge, huge takeaway. So much goal that you just shared. And I think everyone needs to take a, take a step back, re-listen to this entire episode and take a lot of notes. And not just take the notes, but take action on them, implement them. Because this is the real stuff. Like this can change your life. So Leslie, just thank you so much for jumping on. This has been a blast. Do you mind sharing with everyone where they can keep up with you if they'd like to learn more about you and your work? I know we have some high performers listening to, to this right now as well. So, hey, this is this is stuff for all of us, including myself.
1: Yeah. So prefer to hang out on Facebook that's where I'm at. The Fiala Urbis is my full name on Facebook, but I also have that group weight loss and wellbeing for high performers. You can jump into that Facebook group. I am on Instagram and LinkedIn as well as Leslie Urbis, So you can always catch me on those two places as well. And I do have a YouTube channel where I post videos every week as well. So any of those places you can find me, but Facebook is where you'll find probably the most action in that Facebook group where I go live every week on a topic that the individuals that are in it want to hear. Pretty big challenge coming 17, 18, 19 of August, where you can learn how to lose weight, build muscle and beat the scale. So try to join me there.
0: Yeah. Awesome. What were those dates again?
1: 17, 18, and 19 of August.
0: Okay, beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. Good stuff. I'm going to join because when I join the party, I love challenges. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, Leslie. Thank you so much. Everyone listening to this episode, re-listen, take some notes, and I will see you in the next Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.